The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Today on Top of the Stretch, we speak with Claire Umholtz, a gentleman who has started more horses at Northfield Park over the years than any other trainer. We estimate some 15,000 starts for Umholtz during his racing career at Northfield. He shows a total of 1,213 wins in his racing career with $3.9 or $3.6 million in earnings as a driver. However, as a trainer, 1,715 wins and $7.5 million over the years. 15 of the last 16 years, Claire Umholtz has won in excess of 100 races. Many of those years, 200 or more. He started his racing career in 1977. Claire Umholtz, welcome to Top of the Stretch. Oh, thanks, Roger. Now, is that about right? 1977 was that your first introduction into racing as a as a trainer? Yes, I was. I was uh, working for my stepfather up until that time, and I went on my own in '77. Now, your stepfather was who? Don Bell, and he was from uh, yeah, from uh, uh, we trained at the Jefferson Fairgrounds. Old County Fair, I announced there one year, I believe. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, So, theoretically, I guess, uh, how old were you then in 1977? Uh, I was uh, 20 years old. Were you? uh, Go ahead. In those early days, what was your first recollection of harness racing? I remember when I was was 14, and I always had riding horses, and – we, uh, my stepfather had a horse that was uh, racing and stuff, and I said, you know, I said I should try try jogging these. So I started jogging them then, and uh, they actually, uh, him and I went in partnership on a horse, and his, uh, I was, yeah, still 14. His first race was at Wheeling Downs, Wheeling, West Virginia, and the horse won. I said, boy, this is easy. <laughs> yes, pretty funny. <laughs> So you got started off on the right track, at least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen anything like this coronavirus that has hit the world to affect harness racing the way it has this year? Definitely not. This is uh, this is a first for me. I mean, we've had uh, you know viruses with the horses where things were shut down for a little time, but uh, this has shut down the whole world and us included. And it's uh, it's scary, scary situations right now. Has your operation since the shutdown changed much? Uh, I know there's no racing, but are you continuing to jog and train your horses, turn some out or just how are you yeah, operating we, we, the stable? Uh, fortunately, and 
uh, we've been able to keep all the help working. And uh, we've been turning a few horses out for a week and then bringing them back in and, and trading off and turning a couple other ones out. Uh, the ones that we're racing, we just kind of keep them in a, in a mode where they're trained. And if, you know, we see a light at the end of the tunnel where they're going to race in three weeks, we could have them ready in three weeks. Uh, we got some two-year-olds that we're uh, training down, so that that's uh, just goes same as always with them. Uh, we haven't had any trouble with uh, anything at the racetrack with uh, anybody coming down positive themselves on it. So that's a good good point there. But uh, everything. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everything's everything as far as training. We're getting everything done. Now I know horsemen very seldom have a normal life but in your normal life no matter how many hours it is has this virus changed that oh definitely spend a lot more time at home at nights and i'm not you know i'm not, not used to that i'm used to uh racing you know three to four nights a week anyway uh this time of year you know i'll be shipping later on so i'm spending a lot more time spending you know this time at home and uh Get a, get a little bit of book work done that I've I've always seemed to pass. You know, say I'll do that at a different time, so I'm getting that done. But uh, it's uh, getting a lot more rest, that's for sure. Well, a lot more rest, but I would guess a lot more nervous anxiety as well. Yes, that's for sure. That's uh, it's uh, you know we're wondering when we're going to be back racing, or even if we are this year. I mean, hopefully we are. I'm I'm hoping. I said my best guesstimate, is, and this is the best case scenario, is May 15th. And I said it's probably going to be more like June 1st. And I said, and it could be longer than that. We'll just have to wait and see. That's the majority of people. And I, I think the, the long range, I did hear a couple of people mention July 1st and such. But that unknown creates so much anxiety as well. Yes, it sure does. Um, you now, know, from everybody. What would you be doing today if you hadn't have got involved in harness racing? I'm guessing I'd be working with horses somehow. That's uh, when I was, I wasn't a great student. I, I, I passed and I graduated, but uh, I never had my sights set on anything else other than this. So I've been very fortunate that way. I've been able to you got a living doing this, um, but I imagine I'd be working somewhere with horses. Theoretically, harness racing's been your life. Yes, it sure has. What, is, it's, what has been the standout moment in your long career? You know, I've had a few, but uh, I actually, you know, I drove one sire stake winner myself, and, and going into the race, I was very confident with her. And uh, I don't think the public was quite as confident as I was, but everything turned out just right. And I was, I was very pleased with, you know, that I got it done. Cause I'm, you know, listen, I'm not a great driver. I'm, I, I, I have a license. So that was uh, to be able to drive her and train her and, and get it done and have everything work out just, just right. That was nice. If I remember correctly, Claire Umholtz has trouble going a certain time with a stopwatch. <laughs> uh, I think I'm you gonna... remember what we're referring to. Oh yeah, that 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 was great. I, I was actually thinking of that the other day, and I'm going to go on record right now because that was Ty Lloyd's horse, 
And uh, oh, the, the horse threw a shoe during the race. I didn't want to use that as an excuse then, but she about made a break on me. I think I, yeah. I think I would have had that right on time. But if, if <laughs> you got me that time, that's for sure, Roger. <laughs> it was a walk over mile, if I remember correctly, at the Columbiana yeah. County Fair in Lisbon. I would hate to say how many years ago that was. Oh, it was probably five or six. Yeah. Anyway, flies, it might have been longer. I, time yeah. flies when you're having fun. Yes, it does. Is there anything you want to accomplish in the future in harness racing that you haven't accomplished as yet? You know, when I was younger, I was, you know, everybody from Ohio wants to win the little brown jug. I've yet to have one start in it. So uh, time's running out on that. You know, I'm just, uh, if I can send out, you know, nice horses every year, you know, make a living, you know, that that's that's fine. And if anything else, that's just, uh, uh, just cream on the cake there. That's, uh, I, I really haven't set any, any bigger goals. I, you know, you always get a young one, you think it's going to be, uh, be something special. And, you know, sometimes they are. But uh, when uh, I'm happy if things quit right now, I'd still be satisfied. What type of music do you listen to? Well, I'm I grew up in the '70s, so it's mostly uh, classic rock. I can appreciate all music, but uh, I would say I've got uh, I got Sirius Radio, and it's always on the classic station. So I'm, I'm listening to music from the '60s and '70s mostly. Who and what gave you the best advice in your lifetime? Oh, uh, let's see here. My dad always, you know, he, he was uh, he was a junior high principal actually in Grove City, Ohio, and he supported me everywhere. And he said, you know what? If you do what you like, just just do it, and don't let anybody tell you any different. And uh, so that was very good advice there. If you uh, had Joe Dansky gave me some advice. Go ahead. If you had to choose one food that you could do without, Ooh, what boy. would that one food be that you don't want anything to do with? I don't like it now, right? Don't like uh, it. Br- Brussels sprouts. Wasn't there a president of the United States that felt the same way? George Bush Sr.? I, I believe that's right. Him. Yes. Yeah. Bru- yeah. yeah. Bru- yeah. Yep. But what, what's the one food that you could live on if you were limited to one item? It'd probably be steak. Steak and potatoes, guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I eat salads. You know, they're all right, but uh, steak and potatoes, that's... Uh, that's a good staple for me. Fondest memory outside of harness racing? Oh, boy, that's really tough. Uh, I guess get, getting married to my wife, Nari. She's, How long uh, have you been married? Uh, it'll be 18 years, and we got married in the Round Barn at Lexington. Wow. Stable of memories. Yes. Favorite it? horse? Champagne tonight. Was he the best horse you ever had? 
Yeah, she was the best. Uh, she trained down like a good horse, and she never disappointed me. Uh, you know, we, we were a favorite in the final. We didn't get a check, but uh, the trip didn't work out right. The driver's fine. Just things didn't work out right in the race, but uh, she was uh, she was very special, and, and we still have her. She's a she's broodmare for us now. Is there a number one item on your bucket list? Maybe not for harness racing, but something in your life that you want to do. Well, I guess I, I want to see the Cleveland Indians win the World Series. <laughs> if I could be there when that happened, that would be that would that would satisfy me of one hundred percent. So you like baseball better than football? Yes. I like football, but, um, you know, and I know they say baseball is pretty boring, but there's nothing better than going to a baseball game on a nice sunshine day with a cold beer and a hot dog. Final question. Yes. Amy Holler is your track representative at Northfield. Yes. How would you describe Amy Holler? She does care about the horsemen and, uh, just recently, she's you know, she was checking with everybody to uh, uh, anybody that needed anything during during this crisis that we're having and stuff. So I mean, she really does, but a, a good person, very good person. She ever so, pull uh, any fat, pull any uh, tricks on you during those many uh, years? She she can't pull tricks on me. I I get her all the time, uh, but. Uh, no, she can't get me. Uh, that might give her something to try now, but it can't be done. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. 